Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And happy Sunday everyone listening in to our page 6 of our 26th series of Sundition. Grab a snack or sip some tea as we dive into our chat on... The importance of not underestimating what you are up against. Basically, don't be too cocky. And I'm (laughs) saying this... Yeah, don't be too cocky. I'm not saying to always expect the worst, because that's also a terrible mindset to have. But, you know, try and keep your guard up and expect some difficulty. So this is in light of a very recent experience, actually. Mm. Um... So, Cece and I are on a mock trial team, right, as we've mentioned before, and we recently signed up for an online mock trial competition. It's literally called OMT. So, this is basically us going around and going up against teams nationally. Yeah. Now, I think we all went into this expecting nearly nothing, and expecting this to be a very small competition, and that the teams weren't going to be up to our standard. CC, is that true for your side? Because we're on different sides. Is that true for your group, too? Or Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, we thought <laughs> they'd be more on par with the teams we saw during our main season. Yeah. And but I feel like that's because we we've sort of always known those teams. how they are. You know? Like, yeah. they, there was a reputation among... Like, whether mm-hmm. it be good or bad, right? There's, we know mm-hmm. what we were going And we all, yeah, exactly. We knew what we were up against. Like, you hear the school name and you say, oh, either they're good or they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like a low-key trash talking, but it's okay. So, we, um, my side, my plaintiff side, we had a scrimmage today. No. We had a scrimmage on Friday. And we thought it was going to be no problem at all. Easy trial. Breeze through it. We'll be done after like three hours. Instead, we kind of got crushed. And it was not a fun experience to have. And the half the team was, like half the team we went up against was really, really good. The other half, not so much. But that's not exactly important because the good half of the team super, like carried so much. And screwed me and co-counsel over so hard. Like, one of the attorneys really knew her stuff and her objections, mm-hmm. and that kind of caught me off guard. And she made one objection that I honestly had never heard before, and it was ultimate motive. And honestly, I think I could have won if I had experience with it, because that was honestly a super, super easy objection. So now I know. Now I know that... You know, don't underestimate the team you're up against because they're actually of a higher caliber than us. And I think actually on Saturday, we, um, we're we going up against a team that actually placed 7th in Nationals. So, yeah. yeah. This is not a joke, you guys. <laughs> OMT is not a joke. OMT is actually something that good teams join, and we did not expect that, and we got crushed because of that. I literally wanted to cry after my direct because of how badly I did. This is the worst I've done in mock trial ever. That scrimmage was really? the worst I've ever done. Yeah, ever, ever. Because 
she won some of the objections and I couldn't ask some of the most important questions in my direct. Uh-huh. Oh. And, yeah, I couldn't get some of the important parts of the testimony. And... Was that a good experience? I say not. But lesson learned. I guess. Cece, do you have any instances or experiences off the top of your head? Um, I mean, no, like, really big one. I feel like sometimes I have super low expectations of myself, but at the same time, I, I, at the same time, I feel like maybe I have a god complex or something, you know? <laughs> oh, girl. Like, I try to go into things with low expectations. For yourself or for other people? Oh, for myself. Mm. But... So then you don't yeah, beat so yourself like, up if in case you yeah, don't perform that well. Yeah, and also, mm. like, to kind of expect the worst. Mm-hmm. But it's not so bad or not. It's, like, not... I feel like it's not that pressured enough to, like, make myself prepare harder, which is... Mm-hmm. would be a good thing, but it's not right now. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Um, the pressure <laughs> isn't there as much for me to do it. So... I mm-hmm. think definitely sometimes swimming, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, it's really hard because you're kind of racing against yourself. But at the same time, it's more of a, I guess one thing would definitely be my PALs in, so my Pacific Athletic Ooh. League meet in sophomore year. So San Mateo mm-hmm. has been the reigning 200 medley champion for like four years Mm -hmm. now and we were freshman year and your girl was on it um but Mm -hmm. that's also because the other girls were like insanely fast disregarding that point second semester oh sorry sophomore year i went into it expecting to win because mm-hmm. it was something, it was like a precedent, precedent, and I was faster than normal. Like, I, the few days before, I had just gotten a best time in fly, right? In butterfly, in my 100 butterfly. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, like, if mm-hmm. I'm on top of my game, pretty sure the other people are on top of their game, but it did not happen. We lost. Ah. Uh... So you overestimated how well you did. How I would do, yeah. Right? Or how I, and how also you would do, yeah. underestimated the competition. Well, no, I want to say, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's more... Actually, now that I think about it, I know that other people are... Uh, other teams are fast, right? Because I don't mm-hmm. win against those other uh, people in other parts of the races. But it's... I feel like I don't... It's more about myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I often... It's... I sometimes overestimate or underestimate who what I can do rather than who I'm going against because maybe it's my swimming background where I don't really focus on the competition it's more of a personal Mm -hmm. like how well did I do Uh, ah and I know like with like badminton and definitely mock trial it's more against like how well do you do compared to the other people 
Because in swimming, you're racing against yourself, like you said. Yeah. But for a mock trial, you're actively comparing your score to yeah. the other team. Because in so swimming... So it really matters how well you do. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, in swimming, even if I... Obviously, there are things called finals where you place, like, top 12, right? But even if I don't, right, but I still get a better time, I'm happy with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While it's really hard, because it, it's easier to measure, while in things like mock trial or like even like badminton soccer, it's a lot harder to measure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they also for mock trial, there's always this risk of bias when in like in terms of scoring from the judges and from the scores themselves, right? Because mm-hmm. scoring is a very subjective, I think. Yeah. Action, not action, sorry. A very subjective process. Because you let your emotions and what you think of people to take over when you score the other team. Or score a team in general. Because you have to personally regard how well they did according to your eyes, right? And sometimes, you know what? Maybe their opinion sucks, and you have no jurisdiction over that. And I'm pretty sure we've learned that over the past, what, three or four years of mock trial that we've done. That, mm-hmm. honestly, you cannot control some people's opinions of you and how well you did. Even though maybe for yourself, you did, you think you did well. But in reality, maybe that is incorrect in the eyes of somebody else. So what I'm just saying is that outside opinion matters in some situations more than your opinion for yourself. As we can see in the comparison between swimming and mock trial. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we've all learned something, and I have definitely learned something (laughs) from this recent experience, and it is to not underestimate too much. If anything, you can overestimate because that way you come into the match extremely prepared. Yes. You cannot over prepare. That is pretty that is something that will not happen. Yeah. Cuz if you prepare a lot, then you get to crush the other team, and that is always a wonderful experience. However, if you underestimate, they crush you. And that, my friend, is not that fun. Great at the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like, if you overestimate and they actually do turn out to be a challenge to you, mm-hmm. then you can, you know, be more up to their par and deal with it accordingly. You can't do that if they're way above your grade. Right? So, you know, big takeaway always have your guard up in case they pull a curveball on you. And do something weird. And I guess that just means to always be prepared for anything that happens that comes your way. I feel like you can tell a person's natural level of preparedness when, like, you are even, like, hanging out. Like, oh, we're going this way. Like, did you bring all the right stuff, right? Yeah, did you bring all the right stuff? Say you're going to the beach, right? Did you bring your sunscreen? Did you bring everything? You have a ride, right? Like, you're prepared, uh, like... For actually, wait, let me backtrack. I think the most extreme example I can think of is overpacking. So basically, I have a friend whose family oh, overpacks in like 
so much. They have four bag like four bags, right? And we're going on our trip for seven days, and they have like twenty pairs of underwear. What? They don't pack like oh, like how I pack is like I have my own stuff in one suitcase. My mom has her own stuff in one suitcase. My dad has his own stuff in one suitcase. But they spread out evenly, so in case they lose one, they still have a whole set for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right, and. Mm. You can kind of tell a person's level of preparedness, like the rather safe than sorry, through that. Yeah. Like they're really, really overestimating the future of like what would happen. Yeah. Like you're not going to need six extra underwears for six days, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's also a fine line between overestimating and just borderline psychotic (laughs) like i don't know just to me that six extra pairs of underwear is a little bit unnecessary especially if they're going on a trip that's less than a week long that Mm -hmm. to me doesn't make that much sense i understand the better safe than sorry mentality but So, I mean, you, you yourself said it's you can't be overprepared too much. That is also true, <laughs> but also don't overdo it completely to the point where people think you're crazy. So, that is also something to keep in mind, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else to add? I mean, what else is there? Oh, here. But, I mean, this whole be prepared thing can apply Mm -hmm. to, yeah, like, most situations, like Cece said, overpacking. I mean, if you judge the situation reasonably, like, for example, if there's a possibility of you being sunburnt at the beach, then wear sunscreen. Right? Like, the same rule applies to everywhere else. It's just, like, a cautionary measure so you don't exactly get screwed over so badly. To the point where you're in pain, either both physically and emotionally. Physically being the sunburnt in the example, and emotionally being me after that scrimmage. I mean, it's just good to take cautionary measures. It's like, obviously you don't want to go into things without a plan, but you don't want to be over, like, obsessive with a plan. Mm-hmm. Obviously sometimes, like, even when the people say, like, oh, go with the flow, right? Obviously don't go with the flow and do, like, actual, like... <laughs> insane things that yeah. you like, with like sorry actual reckless things like you still need to have a plan in your mind right like when i say mm-hmm. oh be like i'm gonna go out with like oh somebody asked me to go like to get that bts meal and i was like yeah mm-hmm. sure i'll go right but i still have a plan in mind like how, how long will i be there like i calculate that you know low risk yeah low risk However, if it's something extremely important, like a criminal case, and you're a lawyer, (laughs) you cannot just say, let's go with the flow, my (laughs) defendant. (laughs) You can't do that. Yeah. Please, there has to be some sort of preparation. I guess the big takeaway here is don't underestimate. Be prepared like a Boy Scout. Yes, sir. And hopefully you'll be fine. That is the big takeaway. I like the for hopefully, today. Claire. <laughs> hopefully, you'll be fine. Fine. Then you know what? You'll be fine. I mean, there are other factors one will need to consider, other than just preparedness. So, 
If you solely consider preparedness as the one factor, then you might be screwed as well. So just take just take the preparedness into account. It is an a important combination. part of life. Yes, a yes, combination. combination. Of it is not internal the only factor. and external locus of control. Exactly. Some things are out of your control, and if just don't you don't have to freak out over that part because you can't control it. So there is no use waste like wasting energy on going crazy over stuff you cannot control. So just prepare for whatever you can, whatever is in your power. And you should be good to go. Yeah. Yay. But before we leave you and end you with this nice little conclusion, we have our fun thing to do on Sunday to start your weekend off right. Woo. So our recommendation is that you solve a little crossword puzzle or any cool mind trick game like with pen and like old school pencil and paper it's pretty fun like a sudoku yes that too and you can use your brain yes ma'am well that's all we have for you guys today thank you so much for listening and have a good sunday